Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Oh, A. Howard and he's out. What up, Quinn? What up? Hey, um, I have a question for you. Hit me. I was thinking about it One time. The crisp... In the fall air. Yeah, that love is it. not how I planned on saying that the in crisp. my mind. The crisp in the fall like air is present. Does it blow Do you through have your hair? <laughs> you have That's no good, hair. good, Quint. You should come up with a poetry book. I, I, I actually have um, one. Do you have any fall traditions that you need to check off the list before it gets too cold to be outside? None. Zero? None. You don't have anything you do every fall? I prep my hot tub for the winter. If I already <laughs> did that. I've already been using it. No, really? I mean like Wait, what? hold on. Let's mean? pause. You yeah. have a hot tub that you get in in the fall? Fall and winter. Yep. That's amazing. After every run. I love it. Oh, it's like a it's a therapeutic thing. Mm-hmm. I get oh, in okay. it. I run early. Uh it it is it I splurged a long time ago when we moved into this house and I've always wanted a hot tub. And I will tell you if I think if you don't run or if you're not an active person and then use it after I I know I would not use the hot tub ever. Like I don't just come home and be like, oh, I want to get in the hot tub. No, I do not do that. None of my kids don't do it. Nobody uses the hot tub. It's actually amazing. But after an early morning run, and I mean like five five thirty, in the cold, mm-hmm. and it's still dark, there is something glorious about getting in the hot tub. Drinking a cup of coffee with the stars out or the snow falling. Oh, my goodness. That does sound really nice. It's unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. I would say if you're only getting in the hot tub after your run, that might be why no one else in your house is getting in the hot tub. Well, they can Don't get in whenever they want. <laughs> I mean, they can get in. What, what do you mean by that? Oh, my God. What is that smell? Isn't it like you're kind of sweaty and then you get oh, in the you hot gotta shower. tub? Oh, you got to Oh, you no, no. shower. Oh, yeah. I'm picturing oh. you're like running around the neighborhood and you're like, all right. You just oh, like no, head no, first no, no, dive. No. Water okay, that quality. That makes me feel a lot better about uh, for the all, hot tub For all my situation. other hot tub owners out there, water quality. Is, like I was, I'm in a Facebook group of how to keep your water crystal clear. I have mastered okay, the good. art of crystal, crystal clear water. Mastered it. And that's what I call high quality tool. Okay, it's amazing. Good. So that no, you got to shower. Better. You know, when people every once in a while, my kids will have some friends over, and they're like, especially in the winter because it's cold. It's kind of cool mm-hmm. to get in the hot tub when it's cold outside. And they're like, can we get in the hot tub? And I'm like, yes, you can. And I have to know like they're getting in with all their oils and lotions and dirt and grime. My kids barely ever shower. They're getting in. The, oh my gosh. I got to shock it. I got to clean the filters. I got to do a lot of stuff afterwards to keep it clean. No, you got to shower. You can't get in there sweaty and gross. Okay. That makes me, I was really concerned for no, a while. No, okay. No. I feel better about no, the hot tub no. situation. Next time you're over, you just lift that sucker up and look at that water. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. I thought you were going to invite me to get in. You're no, just inviting me not. to look at no, it from no. a distance. Yeah, you can get in whenever you want. You can't <laughs> Maybe like, I will. My wife will be like, oh, honey, who's in the hot tub? <laughs> oh, Allie. She, I didn't know she was coming over, but yeah, she's in there. It's Tuesday. Why is she at work? <laughs> that was it. What? No, I mean, I know I deviated, but what other, what like fall traditions on my bucket well, list? I don't understand. I didn't mean getting in the hot tub. I meant like, do you always carve pumpkins or like, oh. I just started once I moved to Lexington. Do you know about this? I think it's called Catalpa. Is this like another death-defying thing that you do? No, Quint. Oh, my gosh. The leaves turn. We run across the street and dodge cars. All right. No, okay, go ahead. (laughs) 
it's one of the most beautiful streets in Lexington, and it has, and I always mess up whether it's Grinko or Ginko, uh-huh. and I always say the wrong one. No idea. Whichever one it is. I think it's Ginko. Ginko Baloba. Trees. Yeah. And they all turn like this pretty yellow mm. and the, on the whole street, but they're big enough trees that they make this like tunnel arch. Mm. You've never heard of this? No. I'm going to send you the info. And it only they only turn for like two weeks out of the year or really? something. But it's a beautiful fall drive. We carve pumpkins. Uh, that's a thing for sure. My, uh, it, 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 We have a lot. So we're part of a, a very active swim team. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of things. Our coach is absolutely amazing with planning different things. So the kids typically have a Halloween party. Uh, sometime around this time, it's the first week in November, which is a little weird, but whatever. It's the only time we could fit it in. We do the trick-or-treat thing on October 31st, and we do that with a bunch of families in a neighborhood. Again, a lot of swim families, but we do that with a bunch of families. That's a lot of fun. So we get together at a friend's house. We have a lot of chili uh, before. Like everybody brings a pot of chili. And then the kids, and there's like 50 of them. I mean, it's we don't see our kids for like three hours. Like they're just, and especially my, my son, my older sons, they're like, they're bing, bing, bing. Like I see them running from one house to the other. They got, they got. Yeah, you got to uh, be pillowcases. It's as awesome. Much candy as I, I live vicariously through them after right. because it's just so fun to watch their joy through that. So we really love that. But it is. I mean, it's football season. Lots of football games. Um, father son little camp out this weekend. That'll be fun. It is. It's a little too cold to do. They actually the camp out, so we rented a house on the lake. Okay, that does not count, Quinn. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. So, and we're I gonna cook that I need and baked potato that. and stuff like that. No, but yeah, that's, so that'll, that's, that's not. Saturday that's night. grilling. Yeah, Quint, yeah, from a different location. Yeah, but we call that's it the camp disaster. out. It's the no, second annual. Last year we actually not. did tents, but it was like in August. But this year it's the second annual camp out. We rented a house. We got to get onto our question. This is good stuff. We need to have like a. We need to have because I I see people and all you out there listeners, you know who you are. You come up to me and you're like. You can't give up on whitewater rafting. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, you know, I mean, it's like they, they, they always talk My about people. the talk. So we're going to have to like have some non-question DIY. That'd be kind of funny. We just get on here and talk about what's going on in our lives. You think I wonder if anyone would listen to that. It'd land like a lead balloon. We'd we'll probably like, skip like awful. seven minutes in to yeah. skip Maybe well, we can interweave like some financial things. You know, we throw those in there. Put like a one-minute timer. Every hey, one minute we do a fun tip. I, I got a fun tip. Okay. United... Is I'm an aisle seat guy on United. I'm an okay. aisle seat guy on all my planes. I, I like the aisle. I don't like to ask somebody if I need to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Plus, I can stretch out my legs. I always get hit by the cart. I hate that, but it's worth it. Okay. United, starting t- like today, is boarding window seats first. That's they think, finally, honestly. I've Isn't never thought so about much it. better? I don't know. But anyways, I... They, they, it's still going to be like pre-board, first class, whatever. But then window seats. They are estimating it's going to save them two minutes. Hey, that's pretty <laughs> but good. That, I mean, compound that all the flights. So I now, I'm going to be booking window seats. You want to get on the plane early? First? Absolutely. No. Are what? you kidding? I always stay out in the airport where there's air conditioning and I'm not confined. It's not awkwardly quiet. I mean, sometimes I pay up and fly first class to get on first. I'm not going to lie. Well, you can have my seat getting on first. Even if I get on, like, really? I don't fly first class. So you do know you're the anomaly, right? I guess. That doesn't so, feel but, that weird. But you're you're acting like it's weird, but you can go to any air, airport in America. Everyone is waiting in line to anxiously get, get on the plane first. No, it I'm is like, kind of strange that we I all do that. I eat, like, but. my fast food and drink my coffee and watch everyone stand in line angrily. And then they all get on the plane. Yeah. And then I got on, and it takes off, like, ten minutes later. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. 
Yeah, anyway, so you're that person hey, we're don't all we have a question we're, we're supposed to be answering? At. We're all looking at going, oh this... my gosh, no, your bag won't fit. They're all they're all <laughs> occupied. Check it at the thing. Come on. Yep, you're that person. Okay. okay well. But you know the other thing? What's the new thing with getting up and walking up front? There's a protocol. Like, you don't get up and just walk up to the front. There's a line. You get off at the seat you're in. You're I'm talking about that. when the plane yes, stops? Yes, it's a new thing. People are just getting up and walking to the front. Oh, my. I do not like it. Not at all. What do you like, Quint? Do you like Jewel I like Financial? this question from Megan. Okay, Megan, yeah, just go to the question. what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, guys. My name's Megan from New Jersey. I'm 35, and with the holidays coming up, I'm starting to brainstorm what I can gift my brothers, sisters, nieces, and nephews. I'd love to be able to give the gift of investments instead of traditional gifts, uh, but I haven't really been able to find a solution for this. Is my only option to sit down with the adults and walk them through how to set up their own brokerage account and custodial brokerage account for their kids? Is there a way I can gift them a stock? Would love your thoughts. Thanks. Megan, I love it. Love it. Nobody needs more crap at the holidays. Good for you. And by the way, I'm fired up thinking about people getting <laughs> off the freaking plane early. <laughs> Seriously, it drives me nuts. Hi, I'm getting a connecting flight to Denver, and mm-hmm. I was wondering, do you know the gate? Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just about to Bye-bye. go. Bye-bye. But if you just wait. Bye-bye. Um, Megan, you, you can open a custodial account, and you can be the person who's the custodial. And you should. I think that's take you know lead by example. All you need is their information, social security number, and you can say, you, "What a great gift!" Aunt Megan, cousin Megan, whatever, uh, sister Megan, opened me account and bought me a share of, you know, whatever you want to do. Fill in the blank and like a, something like a Schwab, they do these fractional share baskets. So you can, I don't know really how it works, and you probably need to look into that. But you could say, "I'm putting a hundred bucks in and." You could buy fractional shares of a, of a group of stocks. So I think that's fantastic. My uncle, great uncle, Bob, uh, was a very successful businessman. And I don't talk about him at all. I should because he was the son of my great-grandfather who was a stockbroker during the Great Depression. And my great-uncle Bob, during the Depression, had to go live with an aunt on a Midwestern farm uh, because my, my great-grandfather lost everything and had to rework and rebuild his practice. But anyways, um, he used to give us some stock. That's not where I got the McDonald's stock. Admittedly, I can give my father credit for that, but that was my first stock ever, by the way. But he used to give us some stock. He had an account for us, and he would, he would put some stock in there. We, didn't, we weren't as active. Like I didn't know what he was buying for us, uh, but it was certainly a help. It, 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 later on in life, it, it was a, a great help uh, for my family, my wife and I, uh, you know, got married. So, nonetheless, I think that's a great idea. We used to, for juniors, give a gift card to stock. There was like this, like stock builder or something, and then they started charging fees because it was a terrible business model. It just didn't work. So they started charging fees, and then I don't even know if they're still in the business. So, but you could go to any brokerage firm, like a Schwab, like a Fidelity. You just get your niece or nephew's information, your brother or sister's information, and you can open a custodial account. You sign on it. You're the person who's kind of overseeing it. You could give them access to that at Christmas or whatever. And what I like to do whenever I do this, and, and you know, way back when, they used to actually issue certificates. And I remember when my first son was born, I got him Disney stock. I went online. I bought 
There was like this service. You could buy a stock certificate. It was framed. He owned a share. Yeah, don't do that because I was out like $200 for a stock that cost 30 bucks just to have the stupid frame and the thing. So you could go on and print one out or if you wanted it. You know, you could get creative with the gift, but I love it. I think you should do it. I think you should do it through a custodial account. You can set it up. Bravo to you. What say you, Aiden Howard? Well, for one, I agree. It's actually really fun to get gifts that aren't just like classic, here's the fun toy I found for you. I totally agree. I'm going to get you a star this year. A real, are a star. you serious? Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. See? I used to get a gift from my aunt every year. She would do lottery tickets. And yes. she would just like hand them out and then everyone would scratch them off at the same time. And if you won something, you would scream and it was a huge ordeal. I never actually walked out with hardly any money, maybe like $6. That's fun. But it was so fun. Yep. So I love this idea. I think you covered a lot of the technicality of how to do this. It would just be opening the account. You can either buy the stock in your account and then fill out some paperwork to transfer it to them or open an account in their name and buy the stock in their name, whatever uh, path you want to take. From a tax perspective, I was just going to mention a couple things to keep in mind. When you transfer that stock... If you were to transfer one you already own, whoever you transfer it to would get the amount that you paid for the stock. That's so, if she owned it already. Like if correct. she bought it and she was trying to transfer yes, it. It's probably yes. not going to happen, but I appreciate you going down the tax route for this. Yeah. But yeah. This is true for parents. This is this is now expanded. Like if, you, if I'm a parent and I want to gift stock to my kid right. that I already own, this is where you're going with it. Right. That. Exactly. Yeah. In that case, just be a little bit mindful that any of the gain or loss would still continue for them. So I did want to say that um, as well. But I agree with Quint. I think this is awesome. Give some apples apples. So so this is an important part. I didn't know you were going to go this route. I probably okay. should have read your notes. So I apologize. <laughs> but um, what you're saying there is, so for example, Megan, let's say, and again, it's probably not true in your situation in this case. Maybe it is. I don't know. But let's say I wanted to gift my kids some stock. Let's say I have a, a Microsoft. I've had the position for a long time. And instead of going out and buying it, I'm going to each give I'm going to give them a share of Microsoft for, for Christmas. Okay. So I can do that. I can set up an account. I can transfer a share in, et cetera. But what Allie is saying is they inherit my basis. So they don't get a step up in basis. That only happens if I were to get hit by the proverbial bus. Right. They do not get a step up in basis. So a lot of times that's not the most efficient way to transfer something to a child. So that's really true for people out there if you're thinking about transferring stock, et cetera. Unlike charitable, you could actually transfer stock, give the charitable, et cetera, you, know, you name it. I love, I love the idea. Megan, we used to do this thing. We only do it for our clients now. But we used to do this thing where, and I, and I publicly said I kind of – it kind of got us a, um, uh, a lot of people wanting to do this, so we kind of had to back off. But I used to say, if you want to do this, I'll do this for you, and I'll do it for free. Like, I'll do it no cost just to do it, just to encourage younger investors. And again, I had to stop that publicly. We do that for our clients now, but you can do it on your own. You don't need necessarily an advisor to help you do this. You certainly don't. In this particular instance, I mean, you're going to go out and buy a high-quality company you know, like a Google or an Apple, something that they can go, oh my gosh, my aunt is so cool. She got me a share. They're never going to forget it. Like, I promise you they're going to forget the tchotchke that they got, you know, for right. Christmas three years ago, but they're not going to forget that the year you bought them a share of XYZ or a quarter of a share, you know, $100 worth or whatever. Right. Love it, Megan. I think it's fantastic. The gift that just keeps giving. Boom. Megan. 
We think you're a star. All right, listen, this pod, I got to go back. Podcast brought to you by Jewel Financial. Check us out on the web, J O U L E financial.com. Check us all out on social, uh, DIY Money Podcast. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, Quintetro. That's Q U I N T T A T R O. And remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your questions aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.